Well, hey there, this is Keith. Listen, before we start the episode today, I just wanted to take a moment and speak directly to anyone who might be listening who's still in the closet. Well, the first thing I want to tell you is that's perfectly okay. Do what is best for you when it is best. Never let anyone else pressure you in this decision. But let's say that you are thinking about coming out, or there's a part of you that really does want to come out, but you want to do so very carefully, very slowly, very strategically, and even very selectively. Well, if that's you, my friend, I've got you covered. I want you to go to the show notes and use a link there to check out my Selective Outage Method digital course. I think you're going to be surprised, and I believe it'll help you as you plan your coming out. All right, let's get on with the podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. J.P. Fred. Just call me. For the last 30 plus years, I've had the opportunity to speak, teach, and perform for audiences all across the United States. Side note. I'm also a professional comedy entertainer. For the last 40 plus years, I have been in the business and educational worlds and self-employed for most of those as well. I am the published author of both fiction and nonfiction books, and I have had the pure pleasure of mentoring hundreds of people over the last 30 plus years. So yeah, I've accomplished some things, but I've also had some failures. I've had setbacks. And I can tell you, I've also experienced true loss. It's through all of that, the good and the bad, that I have learned. After all, I've earned every one of these gray hairs I've got. So, it is those experiences, my education, and my creativity that I use to try to communicate with you, to help you, and to encourage you to change and shift your impossible to possible. Side note, and a disclaimer, I am not a medical professional, nor am I a licensed therapist. So if you need that particular help, please do consult a local professional. So grab a coffee, have a seat at my table, and let's chat. This is Coffee with Keith. Hello, dear friend, and welcome to Coffee with Keith. I'm so glad that you could be here today. We're going to talk about a subject that I think every one of us probably experienced at some point in our life, okay? That subject, anxiety. Now, I am not talking about a a deep anxiety that, um, or even a deep depression that some people experience. Now, if that is you, and you feel that you are in anxiety that is beyond the norm, or you have even stepped into depression in some way, then I beg you, please see a professional. Talk to a therapist or talk to your doctor. You may need therapy and or you may need medication. So I just want to put that little, um, little disclaimer at the beginning, because there are those cases that do need to be treated for such. But for most of us, who go through life on a daily basis, we have mostly good days, and yet there are times even within a day that we might feel a little bit of anxiety or anxiousness. Then there might be a little period of days that we feel anxious. So I think that regardless of how often we feel that way, we need to have tools in our tool belt to deal with it. So I'm just going to share with you 11 reminders of what we can do to reduce the anxiety in our lives at any given time, 
Okay. The first is very simple. You've heard this. I'm probably a thousand times. I know I have, but I'm going to share it as well because I think it actually is probably the very first step to reduce anxiety. And that is conscious breathing. Yes. The traditional teaching is you exhale at least twice as long as an inhale breath. So you would take your time in breathing in, and then you would release that breath most often at least twice as long to exhale as you did inhale. Some people will also add that you should breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. You know, that that's okay. You you do you do you, okay? Because I, I hate making hard fest rules because I think, you know, things happen differently for people. For instance, I'm going to tell you that this particular thing, which works for 99.9% of people in the world, sometimes has the opposite effect for me. Sometimes if I am actually really seriously anxious, that doing this breathing exercise actually makes my body begin to respond negatively as if I can't catch a breath. It's not really an anxiety attack. It's not that that bad or that far, but it does lean in that direction a little bit because that slowing down of breath for me in some cases, not always, but in some cases actually aggravates my anxiety. Again, that's not most of you. I just say that because and maybe there's one other person out there that uh, that's like me in that regard. And I just want to tell you, dear friend, you're not alone. You and me, we're together. <laughs> but for most of you, being cognitive of your breathing time and effort and really thinking about it and concentrating on it is going to help you. So that's the very first step. I think that across the board is breathing. Secondly, I think that we need to move. That's something else we can do very quickly, very instantly in a moment of anxiety. And when I say move, I just mean if you're sitting, stand up. If you're standing up, sit down. If you're standing up, maybe walk across the room or better yet, walk into another area. For instance, if you're at an office, you might work from your walk from your desk to the bathroom just for a moment. There's something about changing positions or location, even if it's for one or two minutes, that has a way of disrupting the momentum of negative anxious thoughts. So I don't, you know, it really doesn't matter how you do it or how long you do it or that kind of thing. I don't think as much as the fact that you do it. So change the way you're sitting, the way you're standing, or where you're located for just a moment the best way you can. And I think that's going to have a good positive result in your battle against that anxious moment. The third thing that I want to suggest is another thing we all know, and that is exercise. It's been proving time and time and time again that exercise and regular exercise not only helps us in moments of, of anxiety, that if we're anxious and we can possibly do some type of physical activity, it will automatically reduce it just physiologically. But also the fact that if we are on a regular exercise routine, I think there is a preventative side that it will help us to better go through our lives less anxious because our body just, just works more efficiently. So exercise is critical, both as a preventative and as a response. So be sure that you, dear friends, be sure, and I preach this a lot as a type 2 diabetic, diabetic, get your exercise. Do whatever works for you, but make sure you're doing something. 
All right. The fourth thing that I want to suggest is a spiritual moment. Now, I make no secrets that I'm a Christian. I believe in God. Okay. So for me, a spiritual moment is going to be a time when I am going to try in my moment of anxiousness to connect with God. It might be a simple prayer saying, God, you know, I'm so anxious right now. I'm hurting. I'm confused. I'm worried. Just give me a peace, God. Give me a peace. Give me a peace. Or it might be for some of you that are not spiritual. It might be just, or or at least not Christian believers. Maybe you are spiritual, but you're not, you know, Christian. Whatever. It might be for you just a time of meditation. It might be a time of reflection. But I do believe regardless across the board, whoever and however and whatever we are, that taking a spiritual moment and doing that is going to help reduce our anxiety. It doesn't, again, have to be long because I know some of you are maybe on the job and you've got people around you and and, and you can't, you know, get in a, a posture and do some crazy whatever but you can probably just close your eyes for just a moment and either speak to God or just ask God to speak to you or just to try to get in touch with your inner self, okay? So that spiritual moment, I think, is important. That's the fourth thing. Number five, this is not going to surprise you. Put on some soft music. In fact, I would encourage you on your phone, or however you listen to music, or if you're home, Alexa, whatever, to have you a playlist to say, you know, if I'm anxious, I can just put my earbud in my ear, one ear or both ears or whatever, or just play it on the side of my desk, whatever, and just put on your little playlist that's got some soft, relaxing music. Because you know, as well as I do, that music has a way of impacting our moods. Okay, so let's use that. And, you know, Alexa, for instance, can give you um, some soft, relaxing music. All you got to do is ask her to do it, and she'll do it. So, you know, there's a lot of ways to do that. But I would encourage you, number five, to use music in your dealing with anxiety. Number six, this is going to surprise some of you who are not familiar with me or my teaching. Number six, use a tordation. And now some of you are going to go, like, what? What is he talking about? Well, let me tell you really briefly. A tordation is something that I came up with several years ago. I published a book, um, and it was called Tordations. And what it does is takes the original idea, universal idea of affirmations, which at that time just didn't work for me because I could tell myself stuff and it wasn't true. So what I did is I reframed a, of affirmation and called it a tordation. So I rewrote them in a way that is proactive. It is both present and futuristic and it is positive, and most importantly, it is true. So when I feel a moment of anxiety, one of the things I will do, either out loud if I can or in my mind if I can't, I will say a tordation. So I'm going to offer this one to you, and I'm actually going to put it in the show notes. So if you'd like to copy it and use it as your mantra or whatever, you certainly may do that. I think it has a way, if we repeat it over and over again a few times, it has a way of resonating, getting into our subconscious mind, and begin to relax us from the inside out. Okay? So this is the one I came up with. Oh, let me just quickly say, if you're a believer, in front of all tordations, put this, Okay? 
with God's help. That's for my believers, fellow believers out there. If you're like me and you believe in God and you want his intercession in this thing, just say with God's help. But regardless, the tordation is this. I am progressing toward more and more peace in my life and in this moment. I am progressing toward more and more peace in my life and in this moment. So you see, that's now, it's future. It's true because you are working toward that. And as you continue to say it, you're going to experience it more and more. One more time. I am progressing toward more and more peace in my life and in this moment. Okay? So that's the tordation that I would suggest. You can come up with your own, but I think it's a good thing to use. So I'll put that in the show notes in case you want to use that one. Number seven, and I'm going to be straight up with you. This is for my fellow believers, because I think the seventh thing we can do to help us in our moment of anxiety is to go and read some scriptures. Now, I like to have four or five of those handy so I can just go and I can look at them. There are apps you can do that. Um, what I will do is put, you know, three, four, whatever uh, in the show notes. So in case you don't know any, then you can look at those and I'll, I'll help you by giving you a few suggestions. OK, so those will be in the show notes um, because I do believe, especially if you're a believer and you believe in God and you believe in that Bible and you believe that that is a, a book, a living book that can give us life and hope and guidance, then I also think that by merely reading it or saying it out loud, that book has a way of nurturing our souls and helping us in our moments of anxiety. So I think that number seven, use that scripture, okay? Number eight, and this is not going to surprise anybody that's ever heard me teach on any subject. Talk to a friend or parenthetically, talk to your inner circle. I always preach that all of us in our lives need an inner circle. How big it is, is totally up to you. But we need those people that we can count on, those people that will be there to help us, encourage us, and hold us accountable, and just and just bless us and love us. And in those moments of anxiety, sometimes it's just a good idea to call that person. And I think and I know this is going to show my age, but I think that a phone call versus a text is more helpful. Now, text if you have to, but I think just hearing the voice, them hearing you and you hearing them has a natural way of calming us if that person is truly a member of our inner circle. Okay, so that's my eighth suggestion. Tap into that inner circle. Use those. And as a side note, Make sure that you're one of those people for someone else, okay? Because one of the things we need to do in this life, I preach this, I speak this, I teach this, I say this, we need to be people of service. We need to be serving others as well in this life, okay? So do that for somebody else. The ninth thing I want to suggest is just get outside. There's just something so natural, so healing, so refreshing just to be outdoors. I I am a beach boy. I was I was raised on the ocean and I am so proud of that. I love my ocean. It is my home. It is my life. I've got salt in my veins. 
So for this guy, there is no place on earth, and there are some very peaceful places I've experienced. I just, my wife and I just spent uh, an afternoon just recently sitting by a mountain stream, listening to the water go by. It was very relaxing, very enjoyable, but even that is nothing compared for me personally, my time sitting on an ocean beach, listening to those waves, hearing the seagulls, and just experiencing and feeling that salt air. That, for me personally, is a time of releasing um, so much inside of me. It's just It just blesses me. So I don't know where it is for you. It could be the ocean, the beach. It could be the mountains. It could be a city park. It could be in your backyard. It could be in a swing on your front porch. Wherever it is, just get out there anytime you can and enjoy the nature around you. That's going to give you so much peace, and that's going to give you so much happiness, and that's really going to calm those anxious thoughts. Okay, number um, 10. I'm on number 10. Number 10. Speak gratitude. You know... (laughs) Again, study after study after study has told us, if you research it, that people that practice gratitude are happier and more successful and less anxious. So I believe that when we are dealing with anxiety, we should begin to practice grateful uh, gratitude. And a lot of people say, well, Keith, you know, when I'm feeling anxious, and I get this, when, when I'm feeling anxious and I'm worried and all these bad thoughts are coming to my mind, I can't even think about something I'm grateful for. And I say, okay, got it. I understand. No problem. Not going to beat you up here. All I'm going to say is at that moment, if you're feeling that stress, that anxiousness, that so wound up, you can't even think of anything you can be thankful for. Then what I want you to do is take your two fingers, your index finger and that universal finger of sign language, (laughs) which hopefully none of us use. Take those two fingers place them together, and place them on your neck, on the side of your neck. And once they're there, I just want you to feel that thump, thump, thump. And then I want you just to say, I am thankful that I'm alive. I'm thankful that I'm alive. With every beat, I'm thankful that I'm alive. Because when all else fails and you can't think of anything else to be grateful for, the fact that you are breathing, your heart is pumping, and that you are alive is a blessing beyond blessings. Because a lot of people, my dear friend, did not get to make it to this day. So be thankful for that. Because every moment that you are alive is a moment that you can accomplish things. It's a moment that you can grow as an individual. And it's a moment that you can serve and bless other people. Okay, so if nothing else, two fingers to the neck, I am grateful I am alive. Okay, number 11, and this is the last one I'm going to speak on, and it is something that some of you probably practice, some of you don't, some of you probably find it very helpful, some of you find it frustrating, but if it's something you can do, there is a lot of healing and a lot of help with anxiousness that can happen, and that is journaling. You probably thought it was coming, and here it is, journaling. There is, again, studies that have been done to show that just the fact of writing things down, sort of having that mind dump, is very therapeutic, okay? So if you can try that, it may work for you. And But you know what, guys? I'm going to tell you. 
like I said, I'm not a person who just wants to give you just rule, rule, rule. I don't, I don't, I don't go there because sometimes things work for you and sometimes they don't. But if journaling can help you, then, then I would encourage you to use it because there is for a lot of people, real healing, real relaxation and real release when they put pen to paper and they do it in a journal. Speaking of which, um, some of you go, you know, I, I'd like to try that, but, you know, going to the dollar store and getting a, a notebook, that, that's perfectly fine. But um, if you want something a little bit more fancy, a little bit more meaningful to, to, to write your thoughts in, then I'm also going to put a link in the show notes that uh, a little journal that I would suggest from Amazon. So it, it's very affordable, but, you know, if you if you don't want to go search something, I'll put a link there that you can just clip on, click on and see something I think will work pretty cool for you. All right. So that's it. That's that's my 11 suggestions and reminders on how to deal with anxiety. I appreciate if you've stuck with me this whole time. I appreciate it. Um, hopefully I haven't made you more anxious, but hopefully I have reminded you of something that will help you and bless you as you deal with it in your life. Okay. Also, please, guys, if you haven't um, subscribed to this podcast, please do. I would really love to have you as a regular member of the podcast family. Also, if you could share it with someone, um, that just helps the organic growth of this podcast. And I really do want to to serve people. And so I've got to I've got to get them to listen for me to serve. So I need your help. Share it if you would. Give it a five star rating if you can. Give a little feedback, positive feedback, because that that just blesses my my soul. And it also helps me show up better in searches. So if you can do those things, you can do it on whatever platform you happen to be catching the podcast on. Okay. I think it's time for me to get something to drink. In fact, I'm going to go for a hike. I hope that you are going to be blessed. I want you to heal those hurts. I want you to turn the impossible to possible and allow God to bless you in every way. Until next time, make it a good day. Bye-bye.